and welcome back to episode 28 of Down Under the Ring podcast. I'm the Warship, joined as always by Fidmic Awesome. Today, we're talking about the path to Perth. The road to WrestleMania has begun, but can we save it? Is it salvageable at this point? Will The Rock save it? Or will we see something completely bonkers? Fid, how are you? Bro, I'm excited. My tickets are finally booked. Yes. Uh, I'm sleeping on that blue couch behind you <laughs> uh, in a week's time. Yep. Um, and uh, no, hyped, hyped. Um, and it's been great watching on social media in the last few days, like people actually getting excited ready this is our first ple in australia i just tweeted earlier that i don't think u.s viewers are ready for this no. like we have a crowd that is hungry and starving we've never had a show this big not counting super showdown because it was not canon and it wasn't a real ple and it didn't really matter this is our first proper ple and yeah. we are ready Let's not get it twisted. This isn't the bloody Revenge of the Undertaker. This isn't the Global Warning Tour. This isn't all the other ridiculous this stuff that we've done. WWE live house shows. Yeah, in your house, Australia. No, no, no. This <laughs> is a genuine ass PLE. One of the big ones of the year because the Elimination Chamber, God knows how they're getting the Elimination Chamber here. I have no concept of that whatsoever because the thing weighs so much. So, and also with an open air arena, I literally have no idea how they're going to suspend it above. So, well, they Ooh. did they did it in Saudi last year. Could be great. Yeah, they, they... <laughs> we'll Could see. Be. We'll we'll get, we'll get a heap of Australian tradies in there standing around looking at it, going, "How do we how do we get this up there, boys? Oh, we better I mean, go have smoko and think about it." I just hope it doesn't turn into a Metalocalypse concert. You know what happens in those things where everybody in the crowd gets crushed. So I think we'll be fine. I think it'll be excellent. I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. Uh, there's so much to talk about this week, though, because we haven't really spoken since before the press conference. So No, but also we haven't spoken or done a podcast since we had our big announcement that we are, in fact, going to be there mm -hmm. at the elimination chamber not just oh, yeah. as fans hey but we are uh, with fans there's nothing <laughs> wrong with fans but we've been invited wwe have reached out they have invited us along we're going to be uh next week interviewing some of the superstars we're going along to the media day um so if you are in perth and uh you see us around come say hi we really want to uh, meet some of you guys and uh, we're, we're excited this is this is big only awesome. some, only some. Honestly, if you're one of the people who sent death threats to Ava Rain, don't want to meet you. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know, most of you, I think we're pretty chill with, though. So I think it's yeah. going to be okay. But speaking of Ava Rain, I guess we got to, we got to, we got to really briefly talk about that press conference, though. What did you think about that? Oh, mate, it was everything it needed to be. Um, I'll be honest, like, there was part of me 50-50 that was like, this is either going to be really boring and it's just a press conference, there's nothing exciting going to happen at all, or it's going to go the other way and it's basically going to be a mini episode of Raw with no wrestling. And that's essentially what we got, yeah. was we got really good build-up to uh, WrestleMania, where are we going, we're back on track, or are we... 
um, but a massive pivot. Now, like, looking at all of the stuff that happened, for those who don't know, Seth Rollins got treated like a bitch pretty much the entire time, which is unfortunate. It had to happen. Just, you know, yep. there was there were ways it was set up. It had to be done because it was like, Cody's going to make a decision. We had to have Seth out there. It didn't go so well for Seth, if I'm honest with you. They really could have done a lot more with that. But essentially what we saw was Seth come out and say, so what do you want to talk about? And then he called out Cody Rhodes, to which Roman Reigns came out wearing his little sweatpants because he doesn't apparently have to get dressed up like everyone else, and which <laughs> I, I love. I think that's excellent. Yeah. And then he said, I choose The Rock at WrestleMania because, Cody, you can't make a decision to save your life, so yeah. I'll do it for you. Uh, and that brought out The Rock, the people's champion people's at this champion. point, <laughs> who essentially, you know, saw what was happening the writing was on the wall and i kind of feel like even though they knew what was happening the slow transition there in those moments of him going from being the most electrifying man in sports entertainment today to being the classic hurricane helms hiding in my dressing room talking about the people's penis I'm a heel, but easy now, big boy, easy. You know, that Hollywood rock that we got. It was it, a very slow throughout that whole thing, and it was genius. It was brilliant. But it's like it's an evolution of that character, you know, because he was a lot of fun. Even though he was a big heel, he was wearing his stupid leather outfit and his stupid leather vest and his giant Brahma bull, you know, like belt buckle and all of that. Yeah. It had elements of that because, you know, he's talking about how he's – you know, essentially the most important person in the universe. But hmm. it really comes across now as it's like, no, I'm the boss now. And, yeah. and you know, because I'm the boss and I'm a legend and you got to respect it, this is what's going to happen. It's going to be the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time. Like there was a real big hype to it and it was really putting over the bloodline. They put this graphic up on screen, which had AEW stars in it as well. Like, you know, they put this massive, massive bloodline graphic, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it was a really, really cool thing to see because those of us who are in the know, we know sort of the lineage of the yep. bloodline, but it's really cool to see it all in one place. And The Rock was talking about how this is now officially the greatest family in professional wrestling history. Look at yep. this. Tell me we're wrong. And then Cody Rhodes came out and said, wait a second, this is bullshit. And went on a massive tangent about The Rock. He brought up uh, the high chief, Peter Maivia. He brought up Roman Reigns' grandfather. He said that if they were both alive right now, they would be just completely, completely disgusted with you. They would be embarrassed. They would feel shame. You know, this thing. And in and, that... And, Rock apo and then Rock apologized and walked off and said, you guys have your match. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, they, they shook hands. Everyone was happy. <laughs> no, but that, I want to tell you, that promo, that bit there with The Rock, where he's like, his demeanor changed completely. Oh, and 100%. Roman and Cody were like this, like staring. And then Daddy from beside behind Roman to begin with just eclipsed Roman. Like rock yeah. is twice the size of Roman at the moment. And he just walked slowly in front of Roman reigns mm. and the, the mood, the instantaneous, like like switch of the yeah. rock from talking about the millions. And then to this where he's yeah. like, you know, when you talk about his family, you talk about my family, you talk about, his blood, 
you talk about my blood and now we have a problem. And like, there was just this moment where everything kind of the air just left the building. Like it was no positive reaction. I noticed that the beginning of him, when he started talking about his family and, you know, him as a person, blah, blah, blah. The crowd were doing a bit of the old what they did it once or twice as yeah. the rock was talking. But when the rock got those last two lines out, the whole building just shut up. Yeah. It's like, Oh shit, this is real. And then this you heard serious. the slap and Roman just slapped a piss out of Cody's mouth. Like, mm. And then that just started a brawl. That brawl continued where, like, you know, the Triple H is right in the middle of everything straight away yeah. to stop the arguing. Seth is yelling at Rock from the other side of the room. He's like, you know, oh, who gives a shit if you're the boss? You know, you can't just come here or do whatever the fuck you want. Like, it, it was really heated between everybody. And, yeah. and then like, that continued backstage as well. It was brilliant, yeah. the backstage segment. Um, so yeah, Triple H out the back. He's doing a quick little uh, interview with, uh, I think it was Kathy Kelly or whoever mm-hmm. it was. And then, um, yeah, Rock and Roman walk past and do the whole time to talk shit about our family. Yeah, time to do it again. I'll slap the fucking teeth out of him again. Yeah, yeah. They had to censor it because he said, "I'll slap the fucking teeth out of his mouth." Like, like, like. Yeah. And that was just a moment. And I don't see. There was one thing about that promo that confused me because the Rock walks up to Triple H and he's like, you know tell him to talk shit about my family again. And then Triple H said it was out of line, but it didn't you really were out of line. It doesn't, it, he didn't say it like the rock was out of line. And he didn't say it like Cody was out of line. It was yeah. really ambiguous. He said it was out of line. You know, yeah. it's like, wait, are you talking about what the rock did? Or are you talking about what Cody said? And it was a little yeah. bit strange, but then in the subsequent walkout later on, it showed the rock walking in front of Roman with Paul behind and they leave the building together. So what I think we have now, we were so hoping for this tribal chief versus the rock for the Ulafala for the head of the table. I think what they've done is kind of what I predicted last week. It is kind of, it's along the lines. I think they've created a second tribal chief. I feel like Roman has the same standing in the bloodline, even not a little bit higher. It almost feels like you've got the tribal chief and then you've got Maui. You've got the God of the family, you know, like he feels like he's a little bit above Roman. Well, so this is the thing in Samoan culture is if you, to be the head of the family is an important role. It is Mm -hmm. a legit important role. Um, and to be the head of the family, everybody in the family has to agree. Yeah, there can't be right? a dispute, right? There can't be a dispute. And up until this moment, you could argue that there was a dispute, right? Rock yeah. was always there somewhere, and everybody sort of was like, yeah, no, nah, he's the real head of the family. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, we've currently had the Rock acknowledge him. Yeah. So... It's going to be interesting because I think eventually we're going to have a power struggle between those two. I think that's still going to happen, but I think that's a post-WrestleMania moment or (laughs) end of WrestleMania moment. See, we're going to talk really soon, guys. We're going to talk about predictions and what we can do for this road to WrestleMania because it is in uproar, right? There are so many possible things right now, so Mm -hmm. many people being pushed to the side right now. And I think some of the people who are doing the best work of their careers will be pushed out for this. My prediction anyway. So I'm, I'm nowhere near as confident as I was last week in the idea of Drew McIntyre versus Seth, because 
it feels worn. It feels yeah. tired, right? We've already seen it. We don't need to see it again. We'd like to see Drew in that position because he's doing some wonderful stuff. Uh, you've got the, com- the the conversation about Damian Priest. But Damian Priest came out in an interview like yesterday and he said, <laughs> like pretty much because he's like, look, the thing is, is that while Seth's injured, I can't go for Seth. And hmm. Roman is never around anyway, so I can't challenge yeah. Roman. It kind of feels like they're saying, Drew, he, so Damien said, I've got till the 1st of July. Yeah. And I don't need July. to cash it in until July. Yep. So I have a feeling that... At least we get a heist of the century too. Yeah, I just don't... Will it elevate him enough? That's my question. I don't think it will. I think that the victory at WrestleMania, one way or the other, that will cement it, right? That will be the massive moment of the night. I think if you try to usurp that by having Priest come out, I don't think you make as big of a star out of Damian Priest that you made out of Seth Rollins. No, no. I 100% agree. And I think it also will, if if he cashes it, say, on um, Cody Mm -hmm. successfully, Mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't happen, but I also think um, that waters down the story all of a sudden. Like you've gone, we've built up to the story, and it's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, I think we're pretty much in agreement with that. We've got some big thoughts about this, and I'm really excited to get to it. Now, last week I did this bit of a soft transfer, and it didn't work out. So this time I'm going to say it right now. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Before we go any further, this show is brought to you by OG Nerd. OG Nerd represents the gamers, the cosplayers, the collectors, the model makers, the tattooists, the artists, and the athletes. They are not just a clothing brand, they are a subculture. OG Nerd revel in their halcyon youth and embrace the lifestyle driven by nostalgia, humble beginnings and heroes og nerd strives to offer quality comfortable and above all stylish streetwear apparel inspired by a lifetime of gaming music and street art i've worked with og nerd for many years and find their apparel second to none in terms of quality and appearance whether it's at a wrestling show or a convention you'll be hard pressed to find a better armor for your rig get yours at ognerdlife.com right so WrestleMania. Yes. What the fuck do we do? (laughs) Because up until January, the plan was Seth Rollins versus CM Punk, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Slash The Rock. (laughs) But in those scenarios, Cody Rhodes absolutely wins. Yep. And CM Punk probably absolutely wins. Yep. Sam get the AEW champs on both brands. It would be essentially get the AEW takeover. Tony Khan can call the boys and say, all right, pull the switch. They can both leave, dump yep. their belts at AEW. Everyone's unhappy. The world's in disarray. Yep. We're not doing that. <laughs> like, it just doesn't exist anymore no. because of CM Punk's injury. That I think that was actually the catalyst for The Rock to be able to get in and say, hey, everything's kind of scuffed. How about I come in and save WrestleMania? Yep. Now, uh, there is reports that say that The Rock's deal with TKO actually happened before the Rumble. Yeah. But I still feel like... Early January, I heard. A lot of what's happening now is happening because of the pivot they've had to do with yep. CM Punk. I have some thoughts on this. And they're not Go thoughts on. I've heard anywhere else again. And the last time I said that, 
was pretty close to being right. You were pretty close. So my theories, I have two prevailing theories, and I'm going to present not the one I was just talking about first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because here's what I think is going to happen in the build to WrestleMania. I think Seth Rollins is going to get more involved in this Bloodline story because if he doesn't, he's a bitch. He was treated like shit at the press conference. Also, we've all seen by now the um, Hollywood-level trailer that they released this week, which, mm-hmm. one, amazingly well-produced. Really but good. Raised questions. Why is Seth in this video? Mm-hmm. So here's the plan. Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, night two of WrestleMania. Yep. Because it needs to be that. It needs to finish the pay-per-view. But it doesn't need to finish the story. Night one, WrestleMania, Seth Rollins versus The Rock. And here's what I think will happen. How do we get to that? I think that over the next couple of weeks leading up to Chamber, because I don't think Rock's going to be there, we might get surprised. We might. Because there was talk about this months ago. It would be awesome. But they set it up because so far on Raw this week, we saw Seth come out and say, you need backup. (laughs) You need backup. You know, against these guys because the bloodline's running crazy. It's not getting any less mm-hmm. crazy. Every time someone wrestles Roman, Solis Sokoa comes out and screws everything over. And now you've got the biggest human being in the universe there as well. So even if you can withstand Solo, you've still got to deal with The Rock. Mm. So here's the deal. I'm your shield. I'm your Sierra, Hotel, Indigo, Echo, Lima, Delta. I think that's right. Otherwise, yep. I spelled child. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's me. You know, burn it, burn it. And then Dean Ambrose comes in and puts his fist there as well. But yep. so what I think is, is that over the next couple of weeks, The Rock's going to say, who in the blue hell are you? It doesn't matter who you are. What are you doing? And Seth will say, you know, you're a piece of shit. You've come in. Yeah, you know, you're just as bad as CM Punk. You're just as bad as this guy. You came in, you've been a piece of shit, you're trying to take WrestleMania opportunities from people who work hard for this place, and just because you got a lot of money doesn't mean that you deserve to have this spot. This is our spot. Fight me, you big bitch. Like, I feel like we're going to head towards that. I feel like we may see that. I'm not 100% on that, but it leads mm. into my second idea. This is where it gets a bit convoluted because I want to present the second one but then I also want to go back to the first one afterwards. The okay. second idea is that CM Punk comes back early. Okay. How early <laughs> so, are we talking here? I don't know. All we have to go off of is what they tell us, Dr. Andrews or whoever it was who did surgery tells us, right? Yeah. There is a very high chance, just like Seth, that Punk did a partial tear. And they just reported it because they were scared of WrestleMania. They reported it on the weekend that he was done. And then the rock stuff happened. And then we've saw the snowball, the situation along. I would also be super interested in seeing a month out from WrestleMania, maybe after elimination chamber, the rock is out there talking shit, being the guy, blah, 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 blah. Roman reigns. They beat down Cody. All of a sudden you hear CM Punk's music. And he says, Hey, I'm not hurt anymore, or I am, but the doctors tell me something. They tell me something, and they say at WrestleMania, it's clobbering time because I'm clear for WrestleMania. And just like you did for me 10 years ago, Rock, I'm going to steal the WrestleMania spotlight from you. 
And then we get CM Punk versus The Rock. That's your marquee match that I spoke about months ago. That is. I do like that. So there is another option as well. Mm -hmm. WWE is still advertising CM Punk for Perth. Yes. Yes, he is. I saw that yesterday, actually. Yeah. And like today on Raw. Mm Mm-hmm. During the ad break here in Australia. WWE uh, superstar CM Punk. Yeah, the return of CM yeah. Punk to Australia. Um, it could be something there, right? He could come out and challenge and say, hey, Rock, I'm going to be on Raw on Monday. Meet you there. What if he won the elimination chamber? What if someone got injured and then Punk replaced them, you know, injuring them oh. in the process, won the match and said, I don't longer care about the titles. Here's the thing. I want, in Perth, one surprise. I don't even care what it is. I want to experience what it's like to be in an arena when a surprise happens. And no idea what's going to happen, and then bang, something big. Yeah. Okay, that's thrown a third one into my mix, because if CM Punk returned and took out someone, I don't care who, Bobby Lashley. I'm sorry, Bobby. No, And then then, then won, and then looked at, at the end of Elimination Chamber, well, the crowd is going crazy getting ready for Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax, all that kind of stuff. He's got two title or two uh, folders in his hands afterwards. Yeah. Yep. They're like, what do you want to do? And he throws them down and he says, Rock, I want you. I don't want the belt. And then we go that way. That would be awesome as well. Yeah. Now, this is convoluted and I'm sorry, but let's <laughs> circle back to my first pitch. So you've got Seth and Rock, you've got Roman and Cody. Roman wins, lol. The Rock wins, lol. So you have both members of the Samoan dynasty, both members of the bloodline, both heads of the table close out their respective nights of WrestleMania as champion. And on Raw the next night, The Rock picks the microphone up He's got the championship, holds it to his lips, and says, finally. And then CM Punk's music hits. And then he's like, hey, guess who's not hurt anymore? Let's finish this story. And then you could build to a double main event, SummerSlam, with CM Punk versus The Rock, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, they both lose the belts, the bloodline dissolves, and we can be done with the story, and then Hulk Hogan's record is broken, and everybody's happy. 100%. I, I have no problem with this because just from a business point of view, it makes sense for WWE. Because in my opinion, I think WrestleMania has gotten as big as it's going to get. Apart from once you start getting bigger arenas, you can make it bigger. But as an event... It's as big as it's ever going to get, right? Uh, Rumble is the other one, which is the guaranteed ticket seller. But SummerSlam has sort of been left to, it's big. Mm -hmm. But you can grow that. You can make that a bigger event every single year. And what's better than one WrestleMania? Two Two WrestleManias. WrestleManias. Well, it used to feel like a second WrestleMania. It used to feel like a long time slightly less version of WrestleMania. Now it goes WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam. I would say say that last year's SummerSlam was the 
biggest feeling SummerSlam they've ever done. Like they did yeah. a fan event, they did the um, uh, what do you call it? The big superstore yeah. uh, outside. Oh, like access? Open arena. Yeah, access. They did yeah. access for it, all that sort of thing. So they're, they're clearly wanting to build on that. Yeah. So, but the best way you can build it is by starting to book big marquee matches. And is there a bigger marquee match than the story finishing? No. Because you know what they also did last week? They introduced the bull rope. They brought it back into the lexicon. And, and it was the bull rope. And it was the bull rope. So why not have the bull rope be the yep. determining factor in that match? And I don't think enough people are talking about the fact that the bull rope has also jumped from AEW. Yeah. Yeah. The bull rope is... <laughs> The bull rope has been on both shows. It is a superstar. It is a multi-company yeah. superstar. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um, so, what do you think? What do you think about these? Oh, dude, I'm 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 digging this. Um, but in saying that, this all comes back to exactly what we've been talking about. Like, we're still in this situation where we're going into WrestleMania and we have no idea what's happening. We still have so many balls up in the air, but it's exciting. It's not this time last week. We were in a, we don't know what's happening, what the fuck is happening. Now we're in a, we don't know what's happening. This is exciting. I was talking about this just before, when we were speaking earlier about Hollywood Rock. When the Hurricane had his mini feud with The Rock, the catalyst for that whole thing was, the Hurricane heard that you're afraid of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the reason that the Hurricane beat The Rock was because as he hit the choke slam, he's doing his thing. The rock's playing, hit the rock bottom. He goes to the people's elbow. As he goes to the people's elbow, the glass shatters. Yeah. And then Stone Cold runs out. What I'm saying is, is that you knew that build was building towards that match. Yeah. Even though there were little other things happening, you knew what the main tangent was throughout it yeah. all. So. I guess it is really up in the air and, you know, it leaves people like our boy LA Knight out of the picture. It leaves Drew McIntyre out of the picture. But unless you do a multi-man match on one of those nights, you're not going to get them that satisfaction at all. No. You know, so it's hard because I think maybe, I still think it's got to be LA Knight and it's got to be, Logan Paul or Kevin Owens because if Kevin Owens wins, or Kevin Owens wins, I can I could live with that too. You know, mm -hmm. I could I could live with those two having a banger of a match. Where's Sami Zayn? That's another question. Where's Drew McIntyre in this? Yeah, and they're they're building something with Sami at the moment. I just yeah, don't know where the end game it's strange. Where the end game is with that at the moment. Could it be Gunther? At Mania or yeah, at Mania, like potentially. Because but, they're really sort of feeling into this whole frustration thing from Sammy. Yeah. Right. But can he do it? Is he the man to do it? He's probably, I, personally, I don't feel like he's the guy. He's one of the most sympathetic baby faces, I think, though. I think he's amazing. Yeah. I'm down with all that. But I just don't feel like he's the guy. No. To take the belt off Gunther. What they need to do is take off the Patara earrings for the tag team division and defuse the tag team championships. We need to get both those belts away from each other, I think, because yeah. right now there are so many tag teams going around and everyone hasn't forgotten, but it feels like the main event of WrestleMania last year, the tag teams in that match, they're both gone. Right? Like the Usos. Yeah, they're gone. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, they're gone. 
but that that was the main event. Yeah, you know what I'm it saying? Was. Like, but now both of those teams are dissolved. Yeah, because they're just not doing anything. I can't. I don't want to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens go for the tag titles. It's not what I'm saying. I could see them do that if that was what what was going to happen. But I don't know what you do with all of these other people now because you've got so people coming I, up as well. I have an idea for this, and I've been thinking about this one for a while. I think those two tag titles need to be thrown in the bin and unified into one set of belts again. Really? New belts. One belts, though. One. But what you replace that, what would have been on the other show, is ah, yes. three ways. Trios. Trios titles. Yeah. Because they are building so many trio teams right now. Like, you have Imperium. Uh, shit, today you had uh, New Day with Jey Uso. DIY um, with Jey Uso. They've done that before. With, with, yeah, but uh, you could also R-Truth. do... Yeah. You do uh, DIY and who's their mate that uh, we haven't seen in months? The Rock. Wait, yeah, I can't the... say that anymore. Damn it. <laughs> Steve Austin. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh. there's, so, there's so many possibilities of a trio's title. This just gives me so much faith in the fact that because we saw him this week appear that we could get the new day back. We exactly. could get in New Day versus Imperium at WrestleMania, and that would make me so happy. But then we exactly. wouldn't have an Intercontinental Championship match, which, which would make me unhappy. No. I'm conflicted but, by that. But a three, the, the trios titles, I think there's room right now for trios titles, and it gives so many people work to do, meaningful work to do as well. And I think WWE could do a better job of getting trios titles over than AEW have. I think too. I think while AEW... Their trios titles is cool. I think they've watered it down by also having the Ring of Honor trios titles in the mix as well. It's too many goddamn belts. Yep. There's too many belts. That's the problem yep. with it all. There's too many belts. Yeah. So and that would be that'd be an exciting thing to do between um, Elimination Chamber and Mania because we've got essentially two months between those two PLEs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of program to build there. You could really, I would hate to see it happen, but you could drop the belt for Gunther between now and WrestleMania. Yeah, you could. He doesn't have to lose it at WrestleMania. Yeah. And in fact, if you're going to have anyone else drop the belts at WrestleMania, it waters it down. I would yeah. argue if the plan that I've put in place goes ahead, Gunther should lose the belt at Mania. But if it doesn't go ahead and Cody wins the belt and Seth loses, then I think that Gunther, I, I think that it would water it down, you yeah. know? So I, I think that the only way in which Gunther should ride into WrestleMania with the Intercontinental Championship is if he's the one out of everyone to lose it. Otherwise, yeah. if you have three title changes of the main major belts on the show, they all get watered down. You don't need to do a factory reset of the championships at every WrestleMania. No. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Because Logan Paul will lose. If Logan Paul is wrestling LA Knight at WrestleMania, Logan Paul will lose. If Gunther wrestles practically anyone at WrestleMania, there's a good chance he'll lose because he's held it for long enough and you don't want to turn him into another Roman Reigns. If Cody wrestles Roman and they go that way, you're losing that belt too. And they're finishing the story and all the other stuff that's attached to it that's too many titles already without even including Seth's in that. 100% agree. 
You don't need to choose the WrestleMania weekend to be the, the factory reset. If you do that, and look, you've got you've got Raw after Mania as well, which is always exciting to have shit like this happen. And then the women's championships and the tag team championships. Like, there's so many belts that could all technically come off the people at that show. So you yeah. need to you need to stagger that out. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to uh, Triple H's first uh, solo. Raw after, after Mania. Mania. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to be back on form this year because last year was essentially the return of Vince McMahon and it the felt most, like the return yeah. of Vince McMahon. It was garbage. Um, so I, I think I wouldn't mind picking he's booking Raw after Mania while he's booking Mania. Yeah, yeah. No, I think so too. I would really like to see it be special. Oh, like, I, I, miss, I miss those Raws because I used to... Uh, Back in the day, and this is before, like, it's been shitty Raw After Manias for so long. I think the last one that I was super enjoyed was before I moved to Australia. Yeah. Um, but I used to take off four days off work. It would be yeah. the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, right? Yeah. Even though it was only one day for uh, Mania back then. But yeah. I used to take the, uh, oh, no, Monday, Tuesday, sorry, it was. So Mania used to be on the Monday for us, Raw on the Tuesday. Yeah, so you take Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'd stay home for Raw as well because it was always worth staying home to watch. Going back and watching those Raw after Manias throughout history is a wild thing. And I honestly recommend it for anyone who didn't get to go through it the first time. Yeah. Like just hearing that crowd be ridiculous and then hearing glass shatters and everyone lose their minds. You and know, things how like much that. more crazy is it going to be, the fact that it's in Philadelphia? Yeah. Like yeah. that crowd the is going to be raucous. That's just given me the only way, the only way that that could be more likely that CM Punk shows up would be if it was in Chicago. Philly's his second place. Yeah. I think that if he's coming back and it's not before Mania, it's on the Raw after Mania. Yeah. 100% like, agree. And can you imagine the blow off of that crowd? Like if they do it right, like, because you don't want to see him come out and say, I'm home again. You want to see him no. come out and drop a pipe bomb or beat someone up or win a belt. You know, you want to see yeah. that. Like, that's what it's it exciting. Exciting. Needs, yeah. a, needs a moment. Um, talking about winning belts, did you know, Shippy? Mm -hmm. You don't have to win a belt. Like, you've got a gorgeous belt there behind you. I do. You've got lots up there. But uh, these ones right here, well, maybe not this one, but this one. You can actually hit along and buy your own. You don't have to well, win them. What? I know. I know. You see these guys going and putting their bodies on the line, trying to win these bouts and getting into fights. and It's just silly. All I've ever done is that. I didn't know you could just buy them. I've only ever won belts. You know what you can do? You can go can into you the link in our description and you can actually buy them from www.shop.com. Are you talking about www.shop.com? www.shop.com you can www buy your www.shop.com if, if you really wanted you could completely cosplay as LA Knight and get the t-shirt as well to go with it yeah as well as the sunglasses <laughs> it's sunglasses as well that's the best <laughs> so head along to uh, www.shop.com thank you so much for sponsoring this show uh, we love having you on board uh, and everything you buy from www.shop.com uh, using our link which is in the description we get a bit of a kickback which supports the show and helps us pay for FID's flights to Perth for 
the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> yeah. So head along. Much much thanks to www.shop.com for sponsoring Down Under the Ring. And use code GRUD. <laughs> the more you buy, the more you save. Buy that Jinder Mahal shirt. Go and do it. You wouldn't. But Elimination Chamber, we are in literally the final week. We're a week out from Elimination Chamber in Perth. Uh, like we said, both Shippy and myself are so going busy. to be there. We're I'm excited. So we're lo- it's going to be a crazy, like the Friday, especially the Friday before Elimination Chamber, we're going to be nuts. It's going to be so um, easy. The whole thing. The whole time, it's going to be crazy. Uh, but we're only a week out, and we only have three matches confirmed. Yep. And one, of those, and one of those is super interesting to me. So we've got the Women's Chamber, confirmed so far, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Becky Lynch are going to be there. Uh, there is speculation that uh, one of the people who have been leaked as potentially being in the Chamber isn't even in a qualifying match, so we don't know how that's <laughs> going to happen. That's so Jade, right. Ca- yeah, so Jade it- Cargill's supposedly going to be in there. Someone's leaked so. a, uh, an image. I yeah. think it makes sense that she's going to be there. Yeah. But how does that happen? Because she's not even in a qualifying match. I know how. We've seen it over the past couple of weeks. Keeps going into Nick Aldis's locker room, right? Mm-hmm. And, and when on SmackDown last week, when Jade walked in, Nick Aldis was like, right, you piss off. Get out of here. Like, you know, like pretty much yeah. told, told Adam Pierce to leave. He's like, you yep. know, enough's enough. Get out of my office. Like, and he put up with other stuff too, because previously to that, Bron Breaker was in there talking about everything. And then mm-hmm. once Bron left and Jade walked in, Nicholas was like, "Right, rack off, yeah, yeah." You know, so I think that Nicholas, as part of the deal with Jade joining SmackDown, has said, "I'll put you straight in the chamber," and that's why SmackDown got Jade Cargill. You know, because there's a few other theories saying that there might be like a last-minute scramble rumble. Yeah, I mean, it would make her look better. It would make her look better than just getting given the shot. But it, I guess it depends on what we're doing with Jade from here. Jade got a good reaction as a face at the Rumble. Yeah. But Jade is too juiced, too buff, too huge in that roster to remain yeah. a face for very long. And look, and her attitude works as a heel. Just the way she carries herself. Yeah, like Absolutely. She, Anyone bragging about money is not a good guy, right? No, because um, that's all it's about, right? It's like, you know, check out the bling and the money and mm. the fast cars and all of that kind of stuff. Like she's a, she is a legit millionaire in real life. Could you say she's a legit boss? Mm. See, that's what I feel <laughs> like they're doing. I've said that yeah. from the start. So yeah, I, I, um, it's got that. But I, also, I also don't think you should have her eating a pen in the chamber either. No, but that, what does that mean? Does that mean that if Jade goes in, Jade has to win? And then you have Jade versus Rhea? I don't have a problem with Jade versus Rhea, but... That's not the story they're telling, though. They're, story to tell, they're telling the story of Becky Lynch versus Rhea. But in saying that, is that just a red, a red herring? herring? It could be. It could be a red herring. Because, I mean, everything else that's heading into Mania at the moment is we know where it's heading. You always need to have a couple of curveballs in there. Jade versus Rhea, I don't have a problem with it. Let's have the WrestleMania 2000, except for women. Let's have a four-way, and then Nia Jax can be Mick Foley. <laughs> and then, of course, we've got the men's chamber, which is happening at Elimination Chamber. LA Knight. I just thought about it. You couldn't do the WrestleMania thing anymore. 
Because I had a McMahon in every corner. And there are no McMahons <laughs> left. Well, you you have a, an away in every corner. <laughs> Bloodline member in every corner. <laughs> um, yeah, Men's Chamber, LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. And the surprising one for me, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, it's interesting, I was Bobby. not expecting Lashley to win this. I was expecting big Bronson Reed, the big Aussie mm. bloke, to be in the chamber. We've got is, no Aussies in this chamber. Is um, the guy who stole my logo, um, Carrion Cross? Is <laughs> is Carrion Cross in the qualifiers? No, I don't believe That's so. Strange. Then why would let me, you have... let me double check who's in the qualifiers? Because if Lashley, I mean, I suppose it'd be a way to get the final testament to Australia as well, because Lashley could look like he's about to win final testament into fear. That could lead to the trio's titles as well, realistically yeah, speaking. There's... Either way that works, though, because if Karrion Cross isn't in the match, that means that the Final Testament will likely interfere in the match. Because I think that Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits match at WrestleMania will be against Final Testament. I feel yeah. like the AOP and Karrion Cross, that's, a easy, that's an easy pre-show slash early mid-card. show match. Mid-card, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah. honestly... It's not super exciting to me. It's not super interesting. Like, I hate his finisher. I really want to send him a message. Karrion Cross, please, I've got a finisher for you that is really similar to what you do, but it will look so much better because I used to use it and I reckon you would suit it really well. Um, I hate, I hate, I hate it when Tess used to do it as well. When Tess used to do the pump handle up into the slam, I didn't like that either. Pump handle moves kind of suck because the only one I like is Pete Dunn's one because Pete Dunn's one goes from the pump handle straight into the bump. You know, I think it's it's a lot better, a lot cleaner. Anything that you have to go from a pump handle up to the shoulder, across to the thing, uh, buh, 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 I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me personally. And I love the Street Profits. I think they're entertaining. They're exciting. Bobby is Bobby. Bobby does a really good job of what Bobby does. But they're kind of boring a little bit. They're interesting, but they're not, you know. I want to see more out of the characters. AOP have come back and just been AOP again. I want to see more out of those characters too. I want to know why they're called the Final Testament. I want to know what there is about these characters that isn't just come out to carry and cross his entrance with the dark lights on and just be AOP again with with Paul Ellering. Like, yeah. There needs they, to be they more. look badass at the moment, though. Oh, yeah, they're in awesome shape. The double powerbomb is, is excellent. The super collider is excellent. Mm. They're just, there's something missing in this feud. I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like there's something missing. Oh, I, I tend to agree. It just doesn't feel important at the moment. No, I don't have any motivation to watch it. And then yep. they put BFAB in there as well, and it's, it's kind of I don't of have growing. a problem with BFAB being there. I like it. I think that giving Beef have something to do away yeah. from the top dollar world, I think, is excellent yeah. personally. Um, but and yeah, she just... can go. She can go as a wrestler. Absolutely. I, I saw some amazing footage of her training recently, <laughs> and she's got it. Don't get me wrong. I love every individual person in the whole thing. It yeah. just needs more. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, just going back to Elimination Chamber, though, we only have one singles match booked. Rhea versus Nia Jax. Main event. <laughs> it's the main event. 
That's the main event. Like, and, uh, Rhea needs a main event, big main event win in Australia. But here's my concern is we currently only have one Australian superstar on this card. We don't have anything for Big Bronson Reed. We don't have anything for Indy Hartwell. Um, to Because we're close to New Zealand as well, we don't have anything for Dakota Kai. Uh, Although, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I reckon we'll get a tag match here. I reckon we'll get a tag match. It'll be Bailey and Dakota Kai versus the Kabuki Warriors. So that was what I was going to say is where do we go to fill in the rest of this card with a week to go? Yeah, that's one thing I think we're definitely getting. They've set it up already. Uh, And I think that you'll get EO Sky interfering in that match, giving Mm -hmm. the heels the win. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think we'll still send home the faces happy afterwards. Yep. But yeah. uh, and what do you do with Indy? Nothing. I don't. I don't think there. As much as I, I hate to say it, I just don't see how many women's matches we can have on the show hmm. before it starts to get that that drag. You know, because I I feel like wrestling's evolved a lot. I feel like we are a lot more susceptible to watching women's wrestling and women's matches. 100%. I love them. They're just wrestling matches. They're just wrestlers. Get over it. They're just fucking wrestlers, right? But yep. there is still this inbuilt thing for people. Not not yep. not everyone, but people want to see their men wrestling matches, you know? Yep. And when you have a card where you could reasonably do like stardom and have a full show of women's wrestling, that's not what they're coming to see at Elimination Chamber. You could arguably have this a 50-50 split of men and women matches. At the moment, it currently is two women's matches, one men's match. I feel like you would be pushing the WWE universe if you made it 50-50. But in saying that 10 years ago, you would have said that if you were having more than a 10-minute women's squash match. One match on the show. Exactly right. And that's what I'm saying. If you were having more than a bra and panties match, you know, like we would have been asking questions back then 10 years ago. So... I think that we've come a long way as wrestling fans, the wrestling community, much more progressive when it comes to women just being wrestlers, not mm. being women's wrestlers, just, just wrestlers. being wrestlers. But I still think there's probably a little bit more to go as far as the perception of it all is. Yep. So I don't know if you see Indy at the show. Maybe Indy could be involved in another element of the show that is a match but isn't like a featured match you know chase you as another one there you know we're not going to see we're not going to see duke hudson here you know what i mean like which we should because we love absolutely um and that also leaves and i think we all know what's going to happen here is grayson waller uh i don't think we see him in a match at all i I think think we're going i potentially Potentially, and I think possibly a mid-PLE um, talk show. Yep, yep. I think Austin Theory, Grayson Waller will come out and do some stuff, and it will lead to a embarrassment, etc. There's probably a good chance he'll do a shoey on it and then get beat up afterwards. Stone Cold won't come out, but I can see maybe KO doing it, you know, yep. come out and celebrate and, hey, I heard you guys like to do shoeys here. Here's my boot. Use my boot. You know, like you know, that yeah. whole thing. Like I can, I can see that. And then the stutter and oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the stone cold spot. I can see that for sure. Absolutely. Because there's nothing um, left. You don't need to build towards Grayson doing anything at this no. point. No, exactly. Um, 
So yeah, and and you're you're thinking Dakota Kai is going to be involved in tag, so that almost books all of our locals. I think it will be Dakota Kai and Bailey versus the Kabuki Warriors because you've only got one show before WrestleMania, and yep. where else do you get any form of, form of payoff? Whether it ends up being Dakota Kai turning again and siding with the Kabuki Warriors and Damage Control or not, <clears throat> up in the air. But I think that would suck too from a crowd point of view because I think you need to have an Australian representative, a New Zealand representative. Like if you don't have Bronson Reed in it, you need to have that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Men's Chamber, L.A. Knight, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley. Who are the other two? Um, Who have we got in the running for that? Because AJ lost. Yeah, AJ's out. Ivar's out. Yep. Uh, Orton beat Sammy. And Lashley beat Bronson. So you've got all of those so far. What we've got left is Dominic Mysterio, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, and The Miz. Yeah. So out of those four, who do you think are the final two? Okay. I think it's definitely going to be Dom in there and i think ko but that's the mat they both can't win oh, that oh, they're, 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 okay. <laughs> the... what i'm trying to get to here is i don't think logan paul wins this okay you don't think logan paul's going to be in the chamber you don't think they're bringing yeah. him here I th- they're bringing him here i think we get a u.s title shot a yeah, u.s okay. title match um and that could potentially change hands in perth yeah okay have a belt change hands. That would be a really cool thing. A to belt. Yeah, a, a belt. belt change hands. Yeah. So, um, and it, it felt weird the moment they announced Logan Paul for the chamber, though. So you think that The Miz and Dominic Mysterio win yep. because of interference from KO and Logan Paul in their respective matches? Potentially. And then KO versus Logan Paul in a rematch at Elimination Chamber, which KO wins. Yep. All right, lock it in, Eddie. Let's do it. Yep. I like it. Well, that's our prediction for that then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, who wins the there chamber? There we go. There we go. Trips, we've booked it for you. We've we'll booked you it so you don't have to. Yep. Um, we'll see you in Perth to pick up the paycheck. <laughs> who wins the match? Uh, you've that's got... a very good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> now if we look at our our, our, our our card here, you've got LA Knight, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, Mike Mizanin, and Dom, Tom, and Nick Mysterio. Oh, McIntyre. You reckon? Yep. So that means that McIntyre as much as has I would love LA Knight to win. So that means that McIntyre has to challenge Seth. Yep. So we'll have Seth versus McIntyre at WrestleMania, which no one wants. Or to do see. we? Or do we? Yeah. Yeah. Because the way you've booked it, it might not happen. I just don't know because isn't the Chamber another shot at Mania? It's supposed to be. Yes. So what happens if that match doesn't exist? And this is the problem with WWE right now. They've mm. booked themselves into the biggest, deepest hole and no yeah. one knows what's going to happen. And look, I think it's quite exciting. Yeah. I feel very strongly that they can pull themselves out of it. I just don't know what happens from here. Yeah. And this is the awesome part at the moment about being a WWE fan is... <sighs> There's so much cool shit happening, and we just don't know what's happening. And we're, we're susceptible to surprises right now. Maybe the Miz wins. 
does the big WrestleMania walk carrying his balls all the way down. Yep. Um, right. Only thing we've got left to talk about is Australian pro wrestling. We've got some awesome stuff coming up in the next couple of months, starting with All-Star Pro Wrestling Australia. Uh, they have their Survival of the Fittest event happening February 17th at the Padstow RSL. Then over in Mildura, we've got MXW with Mildy Combat. That's happening Bilty. March the 2nd. Bilty. And then adrenaline pro wrestling they have breakout 39 that is happening february the 16th and that is at brunnell road in seaford it just sounds like moldy it just it just sounds like moldy combat it makes me sad it makes me sad (laughs) i just imagine moldy oranges because mildura is known for their oranges it just makes me think of moldy ass oranges that i've left in the fridge for too long and now they're green I was, why you were, I was wondering, I saw you in the corner of my eye as I was reading it, and you were twitching. I was like, what's pissing him off now? Mildy. Mildy. <laughs> WSW, Most Wanted Tour, 28th of June to the 1st of July, featuring Brian Cage, Nick Nemeth, Elias, Elia, Ezekiel, and the rest of the family, and the Deathmatch King, Matt Cardona. Dude, where's my ring? February 23rd and 24th. Got to be bangers right around that Elimination Chamber weekend. And the EPW Aussie Wrestling Super Show, speaking of that weekend, February 22nd at Williton Stadium. And the big dog. Ooh. <sighs> Elimination Chamber at Optus Stadium on the 21st of February in Perth, West Australia. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Going to be going up against Nia Jax. Going to be an absolute banger yep it's australian versus australian god damn it <laughs> uh, yes that is a week a week summarized by us for you and not even a week just so much more wrestling is beautiful it's crazy almost as beautiful as you are mind you you're looking really good today have you done something with your hair it's nice i like it but thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching on YouTube. Please go to the links in the description below, of which there are many. They're plentiful, juicy, ripe, like a orange from Mildura that isn't moldy. Thank you so much <laughs> for being here, right here, down under the ring. And we'll see you next time. In Perth. Perth!